How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> it may be the nighttime. But the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local. And not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Thank you to the cyclists, all 25 of you on North Avenue that almost made me late. God, there's something about a cyclist. It just triggers a deep-seated rage within me. With your stupid little outfits like you're about to compete in the Tour de France, those damn shoes, moving well below the speed limit, violating the sacred moral code of the road. Oh, it just made me so mad. One of them was pretty hot, though. Give her credit, the blonde. Yeah, she, all right. For the rest of you, oh, what is that? Holy smokes. Rob Triple in for uh, John Chuckery. Got a lot to get into leading up to uh, Hawks basketball tonight. Hopefully, they can stop that unsightly losing streak they're on as they uh, visit the Sacramento Kings and uh, Kayvon Herter, who's thriving out there in Sacramento, by the way. Don't we wish we had that shooting in our lineup? Averaging almost 17 points a game. He's uh, shooting over 40% from three. We're going to delve into the, uh, into the Hawks. And there's a pretty scathing SI article on Nate McMillan about his and the Hawks' inability to develop players. If you've heard Nate talk about the lack of development of the players, well, okay. <laughs> and, of course, I guess you heard uh, Mike and Carl, Mike Bell and Carl just Pretty much dumping a dump truck load of feces onto Trey Young. That's kind of hyperbole in a way, but it is time to kind of hold the superstar accountable, isn't it? Or is he even a superstar? I don't think he's a superstar. And I love Trey, and I've been very critical of Trey, but isn't this the night where he puts the team on his shoulders, goes out and scores about 48, dishes out 12 assists, shoots about 47% from three, gets to the free throw line, makes all of his free throws, Makes his impact known. It's like what Carl said. 
Superstars, when a team is uh, hitting a bump in the road, some turbulence, the superstar will say, relax, I got this. Trey doesn't seem to be the type to say, I got this. And also, other stuff to get into, of course, Georgia getting ready for a uh, is it a coronation for the Bulldogs on Monday night? More than likely, yes. But be careful. TCU is for real. This isn't, I don't think this is necessarily a Cinderella story. I, I just don't. And this is a battle-tested team. They have a quarterback who has a better arm than Ohio State's quarterback, elite speed. And he's got that grit about him. He's been compared. I've heard Squid Billy do it. I think Mike Conti did it. And I agreed with it when we were having the conversation in Mike Conti's office last week. Reminds me of Jake the Snake Plumber. Kind of has that grit to him. They've got a Jim Thorpe Award winner. Got a good defensive end. They've got an All-American guard. Very good running back and one of the best receivers in the country. And Georgia's banged up. Also, (laughs) Jimbo Fisher. He has pretty much sold his soul to the devil. He has put together the axis of evil as a coaching staff. He brings in Bobby Petrino. Yes, you remember Bobby Petrino, don't you? <laughs> and DJ Durkin, the former Maryland coach, who may have been unfairly vilified. He had that player a few years ago at the University of Maryland, died of heat stroke, an offensive lineman. And, uh, he just got raked over the coals of, as if he was the spawn of Satan. I mean, they basically almost accused him of being a pedophile, for God's sakes. They really heaped on him. And uh, he was responsible for kind of a, a toxic environment. He was on Lane Kiffin's staff. But we're going to get into that as well. And, of course, going to hear from uh, Hawks, Hawks, Falcons coach Arthur Smith. He was on with that uh, Dukes and Bell. I thought it would be timely to re-air that as a uh, – the season uh, mercifully comes through a close on Sunday. And I say that not because I'm down on the Falcons. I'm just in a hurry up and I'm, a, I'm in a hurry up and wait. I can't wait for the offseason. What are they going to do in free agency? What are they going to do in the draft with all this money? That's going to be exciting. I just want to get this game over with on Sunday. And I'll, I'll hold my nose and do the Falcon flyover. But, but we'll handle it, certainly. And, of course, we will talk about the Falcons and uh, Georgia. Uh, some other college football stuff. And, um, well, the latest. I mean, this is a, the outpouring of love for DeMar Hamlin. I hope he recovers and he gets to see what has happened. He had that toy drive. Of course, I'm talking about the, uh, the Bills player who suffered the heart attack on the, on the field in that game against the Bengals the other night. I'm sure you know that. His uh, toy drive, he had about $3,000. In the bank now, it's up to about five million dollars. One hundred seventy thousand people donated, and I think that's a beautiful thing because right now, the world is such a toxic place. It is amazingly toxic, and it's by design. You know, our handlers, the elites, the invisible people that run everything. Oh, is that? yes, they're there. They intentionally do everything they can to divide us. I think it was Mark Twain that said. If you were to take a jar and put a bunch of black ants in it and a bunch of red ants in it, set it on the table, they just chill. Shake the jar, black ants kill the red ants, red ants kill the black ants. Now the question is, who's shaking the jar? Our jar is being shaken, Dylan, Dylan, 
It is being shaken, my friend. That's what's going on. So to see this outpouring is really a beautiful thing. It really is. It's good. And I, I hear he's uh, he was uh, 100% dependent on a breathing apparatus. Now he's about 50% breathing on his room, showing signs of an improvement. And uh, it's a fascinating thing what happens after you have a heart attack. I didn't realize this either, having not had one before, thankfully, yet. Apparently you have to cool the brain. You have to cool the whole body, basically. And um, it's, uh, so they had to lower the body temperature after the heart attack, and that reduces damage to the brain. Did you hear J.J. Watt? I forgot about this. He had to have his heart shocked back into rhythm after atrial fibrillation, and that could either be an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, or chest pains, and that can lead to blood clots. And um, there just seems to be this emerging narrative that is horrifying to me. I've seen, uh, I've read about soccer players overseas. There's been several of them dying of heart attacks, really young ones. I've seen video of it. I know I have two friends that I buried in the past, what, 14 months, dropped out of a heart attack. I'm, maybe, you're, maybe you know some people like that, too. There just seems to be something horrifying going on, and now I'm scared to death that we're going to see it more in sports. It's going to happen in a basketball game, a baseball game, more of the football games. I don't know. Something just certainly uh, doesn't seem right. I, w- I will tell you that. But as for the Hawks tonight, taking on the uh, Sacramento Kings, and I just don't – I mean, what, do you, what can you say about this team right now? Kings are 20-16. and 16, Hawks are 17-20. and 20. Hawks have some definite depth issues, certainly. And these two teams got together back in uh, late November. Trey had 35 points. And that's the night the Hawks ended uh, the Kings' seven-game uh, winning streak. But I don't know. I, I just think something's amiss. You know, Nate McMillan had that. And, uh, Dylan, I, I guess you probably can't find it necessarily. A couple of weeks ago, he had the most telling soundbite of a man that seems absolutely at a loss for words. He seemed uh, deflated. He seemed defeated. And it's almost like he was – you know, I, I couldn't see the interview. I just heard it. It's almost like he was sitting there with his arms over his legs with his head just sunk really low, kind of muttering to himself. And he say, he was talking about how the game has changed and how players have changed. And, yes, they have. They certainly have. And I think a big part of that is now players have their brands, they have their social media, very preoccupied with that. Oh, and not to mention the money. I mean, think about this. The last guy on the bench on an NBA team is probably making $10 million a year. But when you're a player, you know, that's got a $300 million contract, you can't tell them anything anyway. Coaches aren't the authority figures anymore. The days of Chuck Daly, Phil Jackson, Casey Jones, all those guys, gone. And the interesting thing is back then, the star players, like, had a reverence for them. I mean, hear about what Michael Jackson says about Phil Jackson, of course. He says, I will not play for anyone other than Phil Jackson. And that was after they won their final championship in, what, 98 when they beat the Jazz. And Phil Jackson was fired anyway. Michael Jordan retired, came back with the Wizards, of course. But the NBA is just a different game. And all the money and all the attention 
And, of course, this is the most uniquely player-driven league of anything. Number one, they don't have the helmet on their head. You, you get to see their personalities, their facial expressions. It's just a, it's a different time in basketball. I'm not saying get off my lawn. It's just different. I mean, my gosh, if my generation had social media, we'd be every bit as screwed up as this generation. And I'm talking about you, Dylan. <laughs> Again, Rob Dribble in for uh, John Chuckery. He's taking a bit of a leave of absence. But just follow him on Twitter. You'll get your recommended daily allowance of uh, snark, vinegar, and bile from him. That's up and run, but he will be back in a couple of weeks. So I'm going to man this throne for his uh, for that next couple of weeks. So, And there it is. So we're going to come back. And this is just fascinating to me. Jimbo Fisher, I mean, his program, 25 players enter the transfer portal after a, a legendary recruiting class last year. And you remember he, he, Nick, Nick Saban had that dust up. Nick Saban basically accusing him of, uh, well, the NIL kind of coloring outside the lines. I will always think that was Nick's way of appealing to his boosters to step up the way Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M's boosters did. But they certainly had a very disappointing year. And Jimbo has, what, a $90 million buyout. There's a big part of me. I would, I would run through a woman's dorm naked to get that $90 million buyout, basically. They'd just laugh at me anyway. It'd be non-threatening. It'd just be just some skinny, pasty guy running through there, old man. But uh, it's, it's interesting. He brings in Bobby Petrino and DJ Durkin. And Bobby Petrino is definitely an interesting case. Certainly one of the – he is, without a doubt, one of the most gifted offensive minds ever in football. I believe that. But there's just all the other things that just make him so unlikable, disagreeable, all of those things. And D.J. Durkin, well, he got crucified for what happened up at Maryland. He lands at Ole Miss, and now he's on Jimbo Fisher's staff. So – what does that mean? I mean, it's, it's like Jimbo sold his soul to the devil, certainly. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to dive into this further. I mean, Bobby Petrino's history is very interesting, to say the least. DJ Durkin may be slightly unfairly vilified, but eh. But it's interesting, though, the axis of evil. Coaching staff at Texas A&M. That's coming up next, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The axis of evil has come to College Station, Texas. Welcome back. Rob Tribble in for uh, John Chuckery Sports Radio 929 The Game. So, Jimbo Fisher, after an embarrassing year last year, you lose to Appalachian State. You had uh, some players uh, busted for smoking weed before the South Carolina game. Now you have 25 players in the transfer portal. So it sounds like a pretty toxic environment out there. And Jimbo Fisher's always called his own plays. Well, next year it's going to be different. He's bringing in Bobby Petrino. Yes, that Bobby Petrino. Now Jimbo wants to focus on all the other things in the program because it seems like it was clearly lapsing into a uh, lack of institutional control, as they say. So Bobby Petrino's going to come in, and he's going he's gonna to call the plays. Interesting dude, Bobby Petrino. We know. I mean, he has a whole timeline of his shenanigans. You got to say this, though. He's been, he was Missouri State's head coach for the last three seasons. He led them to the FCS playoffs in two of those three seasons. Why is that a big deal? Missouri State has not sniffed the playoffs in 30 years before he got there. He had Arkansas in the top five, top three when he was there. I mean, the guy can clearly coach. We know that. It's the other stuff, though. 2001, after his only season as the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive coordinator, he took the Auburn offensive coordinator job. Well, big deal. He took another job. It happens all the time. Well, he didn't tell Tom Coughlin he was taking the job. Tom Coughlin didn't know he was taking the offensive coordinator job at Auburn until he saw the press conferences. (laughs) After one year at Auburn, Bobby Petrino takes the Louisville head coaching job. He then interviews behind his former boss, Tommy Tuberville's back about the Auburn head coaching job. Bobby Louder, that insufferable Auburn booster who thinks he's God, basically. And Petrino lied about having any contact with Auburn officials until two reporters, I'm going to read this, until two reporters for the Courier-Journal confronted him with documentation of the private plane that brought the university president and athletic director into Petrino's backyard. I was one of the two reporters, and even when faced with the evidence, Petrino resisted telling the truth until Auburn issued a statement owning up to the whole affair. All right, 2004. 
to 2006. Petrino interviews for at least three other head coaching jobs, the Raiders, Notre Dame, LSU, in touch with multiple teams. At one point he says, I'm not interested in any other coaching jobs. Then in July of 2006, he again tells, he signs a 10-year contract extension with Louisville, telling the world he ain't going nowhere. But then in January of 2007, he says he's taken what he truly feels is the best job in the National Football League, the Atlanta Falcons. He wanted to coach Michael Vick. And Michael Vick's fiasco happened, and the franchise just bottomed out. And then Bobby Petrino, like a thief in the night, basically quits, leaving a note in every player's locker but not having to face them. Unbelievable. The 78-word letter, by the way. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And I've come to a conclusion. Oh, oh here's another one, by the way. He had to pay a mistress uh, $20,000. This was at Arkansas, and that, that led up to the whole uh, motorcycle accident and the neck brace and everything else. I have a point about Bobby Petrino. I have a feeling this might be what's up. I think he might be on the spectrum. Kind of the uh, Asperger, uh, <laughs> Asperger's, maybe autistic spectrum. There's been a lot of really brilliant people that have suffered from that Einstein, the devil himself, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Stanley Kubrick. And basically what it is, they have problems with social communication, interaction. They are just completely unaware how their actions affect other people. They're just completely blissfully unaware. They're not necessarily... Operating with bad intent. I think that's what it is. I think I'm right on with that. They can sometimes have difficulty maintaining eye contact, not necessarily hearing everything you said. They're always inside their own head. It's a fascinating thing. I am convinced, and I'm not a psychologist. I don't claim to be, but I'm, I'm free to offer up this opinion, which I think is pretty lucid, considering the way he does stuff with little or no regard to the people he leaves in his wake he might be a sociopath, but it seems like a lot of people that have such brilliant minds is what they do, and he clearly does as an offensive coach. That's why, that's why he's allowed to basically be a mercenary. There's that payoff, and that payoff is really weird interpersonal skills. But Bobby Petrino, now with his third job in less than a month. So he goes, he goes from Missouri State, takes the ULV offensive coordinator job back on what? December 15th, and then Jimbo Fisher, I guess, backs up a truckload of money, and he's taking that gig. He's, he's a fascinating uh, story, certainly. But the guy can certainly coach, and it's amazing. I mean, this is the world we live in. If you're really talented at what you do, you can basically almost get away with anything. How many people get away with so many transgressions, entertainment world, sports, politicians too, if you love them enough. Everything seems to get swept under the rug because your talent is so valued. It's such an odd thing, but that's just the world we live in. So what does this mean for Texas A&M? I don't know. Does it mean they're going to win a national championship next year? Not necessarily. But I, I got to credit him being, being a really good uh, coach. DJ Durkin, the uh, defensive coordinator, 
Now, he really got crucified when he was at Maryland. When, that, uh, when he had an offensive lineman named Jordan McNair, died of heat stroke. This was back in 2018. And uh, people said that he rode his players too hard. He's almost borderline, perhaps verbally abusive, had a toxic atmosphere. And, well, he was kind of exonerated for any sort of a liability in the death of that offensive lineman, Jordan McNair. So they brought him back, but then they quickly fired him. But what's so interesting is that recruiting class, I believe – that was the year, oh, it escapes me. I think they beat Texas on Labor Day, and they, be, they came within an incomplete pass of uh, beating someone, I think number two in the country or something like that. But the overall point being without the specifics is he's a really, really good recruiter. And Maryland, not exactly a mecca for football, he had consistently top 15 recruiting classes when he was there. So – Jimbo might be on to something. He's certainly selling his soul to the devil. And since Bobby Petrino is such a mercenary, who's to say that next week he won't take a vacant NFL head coaching job? No, I, he'll, he'll never, he will never sniff an NFL sideline again after what he did to the Falcons. I doubt that. But it's interesting what you're willing to do. So I guess now we can strike up the neck brace, black guy, side chick memes since Bobby Petrino is uh, heading to College Station. But wow. But clearly Jimbo's feeling some urgency, and he's certainly being proactive because that was a clown show of buffoonery last year at Texas A&M. It absolutely was. And he comes across – he also he almost comes across as a, an unlikable version of Ted Lasso, if you ask me, if you watch that show. And it seems like – his entire tenure at Florida State, he was looking for another job, constantly, constantly, constantly looking for another job to the point where it was clearly a distraction. And I, I wonder if he's overrated because I don't care what you say about Jameis Winston. He was a generational college quarterback. He was. Clearly won a national championship with him. So it's amazing what links people will go to. Perhaps maybe the Hawks should consider selling their soul to the devil for something, anything. Because they're back in action tonight. And uh, when this road trip is over, this will mark the halfway point of the season. And what a horribly disappointing season this has been so far. You bring in Jonte Murray, you got Trey, you got John Collins. Well, there's a, that's a nice core of three players. But Murray and Trey are rarely on the floor together. I mean, I don't understand the rotations. Nate McMillan has forgotten more about basketball than I will ever know. But these rotations, they don't appear to be bearing any fruit. Is there not any on-court chemistry between Trey and Murray? I don't know. Dylan, what is it? I'm in a loss, man. They are not, they're rarely on the floor together, it seems. Well, I mean, part of that is DeJounte Murray is also your de facto backup point guard. So you have to – the way the rotation is now, they play like the first – Six minutes together or so, yeah. he takes out DeJounte. DeJounte is out for the rest of the quarter. He plays most of the second. He's close to the second, yes. Yeah. Play, yep, do that. And then him and Trey come together, back together. He brings the starters back in like three, four minutes until um, the end of the first half, and then basically he does the same thing in the second half. So 
as far as rotations go, I understand the rotations as far as the starters go and Trey and DeJounte go specifically. Um, some of the other guys, like, I don't know why he had Justin Holiday in for a lot of the time over <laughs> A.J. Griffin against right. the Warriors. That was dumb to me. Um, and A.J. Griffin, that seems like that was a – that was a nice little diamond in the rough in the draft, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And he's they, been playing they, that, well. That, that looks like a pretty good steal by the Atlanta Hawks. But it seems like Nate has this – he's so has, it's, he just doesn't like playing rookies, I guess, a lot. Is what He'll just bury him on the bench, it seems like. I don't know. There's That's no, why I'm surprised A.J. Griffin has gotten so much playing time. I mean, at, at, at times he's had to – he has no choice but yeah, to play A.J. Yeah, right, he's injured, yeah. But, but now he's now – he's, I feel like he's putting him into the regular rotation, so I'm surprised that A.J.'s getting as much time as he is. I, I don't know. It's a – and the NBA trade deadline's coming up. I, what does that necessarily mean? You know, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm just so frustrated at how underachieving this Hawks team is. And I don't think it's a limited roster at all. I mean, of course, there are some limitations, but I think this is certainly a good enough roster to be top five in the Eastern Conference. I really do. But they cannot seem to string anything together. They love to squander double-digit leads. They don't seem to play with any passion, any urgency. I I don't get it. And um, you heard uh, Dukes and Bell just really kind of heaping it on Trey. And I I think that's, I think that's earned. I honestly think, and I've said this time and time again, Trey acts like he thinks he's arrived. Trey Young conducts himself as if he has three rings. He doesn't. He hasn't won anything. And trust me, I love the Hawks. Trey's one of my guys. You know, I see certain things I just don't like. I find it kind of disagreeable. So I, I don't know what to think. And then, I heard, and then, unfortunately, now, the common narrative over the last couple of years, well, it looks like the Mavericks and the Hawks made out equally well with the uh, Luka for Trey deal, right? Well, now we're starting to see what Luka's doing out there. 60-point triple doubles. Is that Yes, you can say he hasn't necessarily won anything either, but he certainly seems to be trending in a direction Trey's not. Luke is not wearing shoes mocking the opposition like Trey wore those shoes mocking the Knicks when he went to New York. I mean, that's, that's And then proceeded great, to lose. And then proceeded to lose, yes. And that's the best, worst thing about it. And I actually think he is far more preoccupied with the celebrity of the thing than actually putting in the work. I don't think he has the work ethic of a Steph Curry. Maybe I'm wrong. It just doesn't seem like he does. I hope I'm wrong. I'm just not seeing the results I want as a Hawks fan who has spent money on this team over the years. I've dropped some coin watching Hawks games. And it just disappoints me when I'm not getting the results as a fan that I like. It's frustrating. We don't get to win a whole lot in this town. Thank God for the Braves a couple of years ago. Thank God for Georgia. It's been a drought, though. We're going to come back. Not a very flattering article on Nate McMillan and the Hawks in Sports Illustrated. We'll get into that next. Rob Triple in for John Chuckery. Sports Radio, 929 again. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. To more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 929, the game. Rob Triple for John Chuckery, Sports Radio 929 the game. The rain has moved out. Good lord. Drive to my other gig this morning. Felt like I had to drive the length of the Chattahoochee River. I mean, Rain sideways, flash flooding, wrecks everywhere. It's just, oh, it was nasty. But then the sun came out. Yeah, during the day, it was a beautiful day. No yeah. cloud in the sky. Did you I'll... have to drive in that stuff this morning? I did not. Uh, well, actually, when I got back after the show last night, it was still raining a little bit. Um, it wasn't as bad. Um, but now, when I drive in, when I drove in uh, earlier this evening, it was absolutely gorgeous. Man, west side of town on MLK, I mean, the water was. Almost halfway up people's doors in some spots with the flash flooding. It was nasty. Well, Nate McMillan, uh, not a very flattering profile. And uh, it's by Bryce Lewis. Fan Nation, I think SI picked it up. Player development r- remains an issue for the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks cannot sacrifice player development for short-term goals. Here's the fundamental problem. This is perhaps why. There's a couple of reasons why perhaps Nate's not a good fit. And again, I don't like firing coach. I firstly I seem to I like Nate. I just don't know if this is a good fit here. Now, one thing, we've been over this before. A couple of years ago, the Hawks make their magical run to the Eastern Conference Finals right after Lloyd Pierce got fired. Nate kept Lloyd Pierce's staff with him. And then after that magical run where they should have gotten to the finals, had Trey Young not stepped on the officials uh, foot and uh, sprained his ankle. Well, Nate gets rid of those assistants, brings in his own guys, and it's been kind of diminishing returns ever since. And here's the thing about the Atlanta Hawks right now. Outside of Bogey and Clint Capella, everyone on on this team is 25 years old or younger. Younger than Stetson Bennett. Every one of them. And it's kind of a common notion that players – don't really make significant improvement after the age of 25. You kind of come in with your raw talent, and it gets polished up a bit. But some guy's not going to find another gear after the age of 25. And that's an interesting thing. And think about this. Lloyd Pierce didn't get along with the players really at all. I mean, he and Trey, I don't even think they spoke to each other. He did develop DeAndre Hunter when he plays. <laughs> and John Collins, of course. But there's something missing on this team. It seems like uh, 
the fact that this team is so young, and Nate doesn't really like young players. He doesn't. Like we were talking about Dylan, A.J. Griffin. He was kind of forced into the mix, but he has a much more polished game than a lot of players his age. And Nate prefers more polished players. So as a result, you've got all these young guys. They're not as polished. Playing for a coach who prefers polished players. But as a young, unpolished player, you need playing time to become polished. But your coach doesn't want to play the unpolished players. You see what I'm saying? It's just a, a cavalcade of suck right now, it seems like. And it, it's very maddening. And Nate has his approach. I mean, it's, it's just weird. And it seems like, you know, we as fans, we're on the outside looking in. And, of course, you know, we'll bring up criticisms. And you'll hear GMs or coaches say, well, what do you know about basketball? Well, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. Sometimes fans, some fans are actually pretty intelligent. They know what they see. I mean, I've been seeing, you got all these young guys, you don't seem to play them. It seems like your scheme is pretty unimaginative. Your, uh, your rotations are kind of baffling to me. It's just a, it's a very frustrating thing. And here we are tonight after this road trip is over. So what, tonight the Hawks have uh, Sacramento, then you get the Lakers on Friday. Next home game is not until the 11th when the Bucks come to town. You got to play the Clippers on Sunday, then you come back, and after Sunday's game, you're at the halfway point of the season. And you're under 500. You're 17-20 right now. Do you see the Hawks winning tonight? I don't know. Certainly anything could happen. I mean, it was maddening the other night. You're playing a depleted Golden State team. You take them to do- double overtime in that beautiful arena they have in San Francisco. But you don't somehow get the win. I mean, and this goes back to what Dukes and Bell were saying. At some point, when your team's experienced some turbulence and a bit of a losing streak, your superstar has to say, and I'll quote Carl Dukes on this, I got this. We're not seeing that from Trey. So it just seems like, all these parts with the Atlanta Hawks doesn't seem to be working. And there was a – Chris Gent was one of uh, Nate's assistants. He's gone now, and apparently he was a really good dude at uh, developing young players. It's like Quinn Schneider was that guy under a Mike Budenholzer. Quinn Schneider is very good at developing the younger players, a very, very good teacher. So here we go. We have a Hawks team that – Basically, outside of Bogey and Clint Capella, everyone's under 25. Nate prefers more polished players. Well, most of these players under 25 for the Hawks aren't polished. And Trey, Trey could still use some development, certainly. See, I'll give Trey a break on on one facet. The fact, when he was at Oklahoma, he was the only person they had offensively, basically, that could score. So, as a result, he had to conserve energy. Because he was the one that had to score for Oklahoma. There was nobody. So as a result, he didn't play defense. Because he had to devote all of his attention to playing offense. And that's the way things were there. But I think it stunted his development. Certainly, you saw the potential. You saw the explosiveness. You saw the outside shot, the ball handling. How shifty he can be in the paint. You saw all those things. But that certainly hurt his development. And I will always maintain, if you were good enough and athletic enough to come up with 
55 different ways to get the ball in the basket, you can certainly play defense. I mean, defense is all about footwork, and it's mostly about desire. And Trey doesn't have to be the only offensive option for the Hawks. Sure, he's going to score the most points in most nights. I think I saw him play a little defense against the Lakers when LeBron came in and uh, went off on his birthday, his 38th birthday. But that's the fundamental thing. Trey's never had to play defense, and it's kind of hard to get into that mindset. But there's been a lot of great scorers who are known as uh, great defenders. You've heard of um, Kobe Bryant, haven't you? You've heard of Michael Jordan, haven't you? Larry Bird, all of them, et al. And yet, it seems like he does appear to act like he has arrived. And that's kind of maddening to see because I still root for him. I'm going to criticize him because I care about this team. I care about all my teams in this town. Maybe I care too much, but I just always have. I've always been a big Hawks fan, big Falcons fan, big Braves fan, big United fan now. So it just it just frustrates me when you see that things can get things can be better. You have a you have a pretty good roster. Your top three are certainly very good. You've got some other good pieces as well. Your bench has kind of been depleted. You don't have a whole lot of depth, but yet You have a coach who prefers older, polished players coaching a team with younger, unpolished players. It's untenable. And Nate's not going to change who he is. Nate is who Nate is. And he's had a good life in the NBA because of him being who he is. I remember uh, Matt Barnes, that former journeyman uh, NBA player, pretty colorful podcast. They were going off on Nate McMillan, talking about how he's just completely out of touch with his old school ways, does not know how to connect with the younger players. And that can be a thing because nowadays you do. You cannot come in all authoritative, especially with these young guys making so much money, more money than these old school coaches ever made as players. So there might be a little resentment there. You cannot tell me. And I've, I've heard Charles Barkley and Shaq kind of, kind of grumble. There's a slight bit of resentment that the money available now wasn't available to them before. Therefore, they're going to be dismissive of the younger players because they're envious of the money they make. But also, I think the younger players now are kind of soft. They are. They seem to be psychologically fragile. I mean, Kevin Durant's the worst. He's got such rabbit ears. He cares about everything people say about him on social media. It's just a – well, I think it's the advent of social media because I think if all those players had social media back then – they'd be every bit as fragile as the players are psychologically now. And there seems to be that. But I think that's a fundamental issue, though. Trey Young could have some de- – he could stand for more developments. Like I said, when he was at Oklahoma, he had to score. He had to conserve his energy, didn't have to play defense. That hurt him coming to the NBA, NBA where it would be nice to play defense. And I'll say it again. If you can find 55 different fancy – Crowd-pleasing ways to get the ball in the basket. You can play frickin' defense. Defense is all about desire. It's all about desire. So, is Trey, on the surface, very talented, very flashy, can be spectacular, but he doesn't seem to have that killer instinct that Mamba had, that Bird had, Magic, Dr. J, all those guys. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas cut your damn throat in the lane. He doesn't have that. Why? I guess you're either born with it. You can't conjure it. I guess you just got to be born with it. But there, I just, I was hoping for so much more 
from this team this year. When the season start, I go, wow, we get, we get Murray. Oh, by the way, from San Antonio, who's always been very good at developing players. Memphis has done a good job. Several teams have done a good job at player development. But coming into the season, I'm thinking, my God, this team could be a four seed. Maybe if they lose their minds, they could be a three seed. And I thought maybe they can win a playoff series. They can avoid the play-in. Now they're ninth seed in the East. And I guarantee you, I think the top five teams in the East right now, some of them might change positions. Your top five will remain your top five. And everybody else is playing for the scraps from that table. And it's been a frustrating thing to watch when you see this. But the dynamic is very clear. Nate doesn't like really young players. He's got a lot of young players. He prefers polished players. The young players aren't polished. They don't get played. And how do polished, unpolished players get polished? Well, they play to get polished. <laughs> Let's hear this soundbite. And this is when I thought this might be the end of the road. Listen to the uh, just the tone of uh, Nate's voice, how weary he sounds. I'm coaching in a different generation of players that I play with. Uh, really, I kind of coached. And it's different, uh, the way you communicate, uh, the way the game is played, uh, and how they see the game. You know, they, they, they see the game different than uh, when I played it and when I started coaching it. He just he, he seems so introspective and just almost like resigned to the fact, well, I just can't relate to this crap. Well, the game is a lot different. I mean, good Lord. The physicality of the game back then, there wasn't the emphasis on the three. The big man was a classic big man with his back to the basket. Now they're shooting threes, and that's a wonderful thing. It's pretty cool, though. The three-point shot is a new slam dunk. We know that. It is a, it is a different type of game. Very different. You throw the money in there, too, that, so that creates a – Real disconnect. Because I don't think you can play old school basketball. Although, though, a couple of years ago in the playoffs, was it Cousin? Who was? I can't, cannot remember. I saw a flash of old school basketball. Big man with his back to the basket, patrolling the paint, rim protector, and it worked for that particular team. And I was shocked to see that. It's like, wow, this is flashback basketball. That's like the Memphis Grizzlies. That may be a few more years back than what you're talking about. But the Memphis Grizzlies, when they had Mark Gasol, when they had Tony Allen, Mike Conley, that was yes. a – I mean, they yeah. called it the grindhouse for a reason. Yes. That was a team you, you had to grind it out. They were going to – That's be, right. They were going to be physical. They were going to back you down to the basket. So, that was an old-school team right there. You know, I wonder, Dylan, if uh, – I'm going to make a point about this coming up at the top of the air. I, I, you kind of inspired me, my friend, but that's what you're supposed to do as a fellow West Georgia – Brave slash Wolf. I wonder if that old school could ever work again in the NBA the way a certain way of playing in the NFL will always work. Coming up next, Rob Tribble in for Chuckery, Sports Radio 1990 Game.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.